Apple TV Plus, and live sports with Charlotte Henry. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, I'm not that much of a sports person except for one particular sport, but the rest of them I sort of dip in and out of as necessary. But there's one that is making news with Apple TV that I have absolutely no way to judge any of this. And so I thought I would call an expert and talk to her about it. Charlotte Henry is back. Charlotte, it's great to have you. Hi, thank you. Yes, I don't know if my expertise is in watching too much sport on television, something I am actually expert, or Apple and TV and Apple and media, but we'll we'll see how we're going. And I want the sport you like, we need to have a discussion about, but I suspect that's better for off-air. In the current circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, given given what's going on now, I agree with you. I agree with you. We'll we'll leave that till afterwards. But you are the perfect person sort of to cross up because I know you are um, a fan of this sport, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but you also are an Apple TV um, person, observer, watcher. um, That So it, it just made perfect sense. So what we're talking about here is what on my side of the pond would be referred to as soccer. What your side of the pond refers to it as is football. Yes, made more confusing by the league we're talking about is actually called Major League Soccer. So, so is that Major League Soccer? Is that what they call it in your country? Is that yeah, the name of okay. it? All, it, the brand is Major League Soccer, the same as it's the Premier League. You know, the English League is the Premier League over wherever it is broadcast. So, yeah, the MLS. And of course, what we're talking about is that Apple and the MLS have signed an absolutely enormous deal uh, that will basically that will see every MLS game broadcast by Apple in some form or another for a decade from next year. Uh, it's pretty staggering. You know, Apple, this is such a classic Apple move, isn't it, Chuck? They did they dip their toes in a little bit with uh, baseball, another sport I rather enjoy, and then suddenly they come up with some whopping great big deal like this. It's, you know, it's a very Apple way to go about things, isn't it? Um <laughs> And I just I want to throw in just as to keep the picture going just a little bit that as we record this, um, apparently Apple has made a bid for NFL Sunday Ticket, the National yes, Football the League other. here in the states. The mm-hmm. decision has not come down yet. So by the time you hear this, it may or may not have come down. But all of a sudden, Apple is looking at sports in a big, big way. Yeah, very much so. And it's a thing I've written about over uh, at, on my newsletter at the edition on Substack. But yeah. The NFL Sunday ticket thing has been going on for a while. It's been heavily rumored for a while. I'd be pretty surprised if Apple doesn't get NFL Sunday ticket, which, again, very big deal. Um, I mean, that in some ways would be because of the prestige of the NFL and the brand of the NFL. That would be the biggest of the lot, wouldn't it, to to have the NFL. Um, But this, in terms of scope and size, is an enormous deal. As I say, it lasts a decade from 2023. um, And all around the world, they're going to show the MLS, so the league games. They're going to show its League's Cup. And there will be some MLS Next Pro and MLS Next matches as well via Apple. Now, I understand those last two are kind of up-and-coming talently, you know, youth leagues, that kind of thing. 
Um, but obviously what will attract most people is the regular, you know, MLS games. Um, and yeah, so we've got, we've got this going on. So the, there's been a bit of confusion in that. Uh, and I was confused when this deal was first announced. So there is going to be a, a standalone MLS service from Apple uh, that's going to be paid for monthly, I think. Um, but there will also some games Apple TV Plus subscribers will get. And I also think there'll be some games that anyone with the Apple TV app will just be able to access for free. Um, so it's kind of, it's a bit of a confusing way around it, but ultimately there will be a way to watch every MLS game uh, via an Apple device, via your Apple services. So they're, they're obviously trying to give some advantage to people who have taken out an Apple TV Plus subscription, but also now doing a spin-off whereby there's a separate add-on service for the MLS. And um, it's kind of interesting because actually you're starting to see a few big stars come over to the MLS for this time. Um, uh, Welsh player Gareth Bell, who's one of my favourite players of all time, is heading over to Los Angeles for the next season. So if he lasts around after the World Cup, he'll be part of this deal. And there's obviously David Beckham's new team and all, all of that. So there's a lot going on. I suspect people kind of be quite interested to check this out actually so i like the way that you kind of bottom lined it by saying that there will be an option for someone to be able to watch every game because that here has been i think a bit of a frustration and right. I, I don't follow the nfl you know that much um so there may be an option out there i think there is an nfl channel or nfl ticket i'm not sure but um at the end of the day you know if if you are a true fan of these sports that's what you're really looking for. Instead of having to subscribe five or six different places, and 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 pick them off, you know, you just want to be able to say, "Hey, I, I want, I want it. I'm going to spend the money, and this is how I get it." And then the experience is consistent. Correct. Um, I I should really emphasize this. This is blackout free. So this is not what you've had, say, in baseball, where if you're an MLB subscriber you can watch the New York Yankees so long as you're not in, like, New York City or whatever. You, I think even the New York Yankees blackout area might even go beyond that. I mean, so the, this is no blackouts, any country in which Apple has the rights for this service, which includes, obviously, the United States. It's coming here in the UK, Canada, I think. Uh, it, it's a big deal. And, of course, the other thing we should throw into this mix, Chuck, is Apple has timed this just ahead in the build up to the world cup coming to north america and so and and mexico so the 2026 world cup will be in the us canada and mexico so obviously they're going to try and be part of a drive to get reignite the glory days of um 1994 and kind of bring bring football soccer back to the us in this way and it's a huge deal whichever way you look at it i think and, you know, I'm not someone that's particularly, you know, I'm a huge football fan, but I'm not someone that's particularly, of all the leagues I will watch around uh, Europe and the world, the MLS is quite low on that list. I don't think I've, I would particularly choose to settle down. But obviously, there is a desire to expand that. And having a partner like Apple is a pretty good way to go about it, I would guess. Yeah, I mean, football and, and baseball are kind of known as the American games American football, but there's no question that for the other, yeah, this gets confusing. 
for the American audience, soccer, uh, there's no doubt about it that it's gained in popularity in a huge way. And it's sort of from the ground up. Um, because if you go out on a Saturday morning um, and drive around to, you know, any, I'm not even going to say rural areas, but just, you know, any, any places that have any kind of soccer programs, man, the kids are there in droves. And it's, it's great to see. But it also is interesting that it really hasn't translated into quite the same kind of visibility, um, except maybe women's soccer here in the U.S. Yeah, that that was a point I wanted to make, actually, that um, it, obviously soccer has actually often been a, a women's game over in the States where it hasn't been traditionally. It's growing now here in the U.K. finally. Um, the women's league here is finally getting on big TV deals and, you know, getting some due prominence. But obviously there's been superstars in American women's soccer for years. Um, and so I, I was sort of also intrigued that actually this deal didn't include that, but maybe I don't know quite when the rights for that kind of thing will come up um, that Apple can get their hands on. But I think if we kind of take a step back from the kind of minutiae of this deal and what it means either for, you know, for the sport or whatever, which, you know, I could blather on about for ages. Well, I think is quite interesting is what it means for Apple and what the kind of strategy it's pursuing. Um, it's obviously decided live sport is going to be the thing that brings in subscribers as much as big drama shows or whatever. And I think they're probably right. I mean, all the experience from cable and broadcast television tells you the thing that keep, makes people keep their package is access to live sport, isn't it? So, Yeah, for better or worse, yes. Right, exactly. So so I don't see why that should be different for a streaming service particularly. Um, I, I think I've mentioned this on other shows, but it's worth reiterating that sport has obviously some particular issues when it comes to streaming. Live streaming obviously is complicated anyway, but sport in particular, there's obviously an issue if there's delays or buffers or trouble in the stream you can get some very, very ups, upset sports fans. Um, I, I've referenced before the issue that Amazon Prime Video had when it first started Premier League so showing Premier League soccer here in the UK. Um, look, you've got me saying soccer now, Chuck. What have you done to me? <laughs> um, but, you know, they started showing Premier League matches here in the UK and the, there was, you know, the stream's kind of it was all high quality production but you know people were seeing that a goal had been scored on twitter before they saw it on their television or you know a friend was messaging some it got a bit messy and apple will have to work very very hard to make sure those kind of things don't happen and it also intrigues me that there's this add-on element to it um I guess financially there has to be because you can't show live sport and still be charging 4.99 a month for your streaming service um, particularly if you're not, you know, Amazon with all the other revenues that, you know, Amazon has lots of ways to draw you into Prime Video to sell you other stuff. Apple, obviously, you know, biggest company in the world, set, making lots of revenue, but does need to make money itself from this. It can't have this as a loss leader, I wouldn't imagine, particularly as it's charging a lot less than its streaming rivals. So it's interesting, isn't it, that they're adding making this an add-on service, you're going to have to pay extra if you want to watch it. And um, it is making the Apple TV Plus experience, Apple TV experience different for different people now. Whereas, you know, you and I have discussed before that my Apple TV Plus is the same as your Apple TV Plus. 
um, and always has been. But we're starting to see some divergence from that. And I guess if if and when they win the rights to NFL Sunday ticket, the same thing will happen, won't it? Um, you don't know. I mean, I don't. That's the thing. That's you know. Does does Apple TV suddenly have an Apple TV Sports package that? Uh, or mm. channel or service that now covers Major League Soccer, um, NFL ticket, if they get it, and, you know, whatever other leagues uh, or sports they decide to sign up. And would that be a good thing? Um, I, in, in some ways, I don't know about you, Charlotte, but one of the things I resent about the way that the cable system currently is set up in the U.S. is that so much of the time I have to buy channels that I really don't care about to get channels I do care about. Sure. And the, and the interesting part of that is that the channels that I don't care about that I'm paying for in that package are the most expensive pa- pa- uh, sure. channels in the package. So in essence, I'm having to pay for stuff that I really don't want, never watch, couldn't care less about. And yet, I, if I want to get the things I want, then you know I have to pony up and help support that. And so in some ways, I would love to see Apple sort of break that off I mean, you got to be careful because, you know, do you want an NFL ticket channel and do you want a, a major league soccer channel? No, I don't think you want that, at least not at this point. But I, I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, the dramas broken off a little bit more from the sports and maybe just a little bit of sports sprinkled in. Yeah, that's a really interesting point, actually, that I hadn't really considered, mainly because we haven't really seen much sport on TV+. Plus. Um, the baseball is within the Apple TV app, but is free. Anyone who has an Apple device can watch it should they choose. Um, so, yeah, it is It is an interesting one that, uh, you know, that do you want to, do Apple want to provide you the capability to build your own bundle, which is essentially what you're describing, isn't it? Um, you, you don't want to pay for, you know, if you don't want to watch the morning show and Ted Lasso, but you do want to watch ML, the MLS, can you do that? You know, it can, you could get, make, see it getting being very beneficial to Apple because it's another whole set of customers they might be able to get. Could it become a bit messy and confusing for consumers? The thing we always know about Apple is kind of simplicity seems to win out for them. So, uh, you know, uh, we would jo- we always joke, you know. Apple One Premier Tier, which is the, you know the highest level of their services bundle, could they have a Apple One Premier Plus, uh, which gives you access <laughs> to all their sports content as well? Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they develop it because I think it's fairly obvious that this is just the start, isn't it? They're you know increasingly committing to to sport live sports rights, aren't they? And also uh, sports presentation in general. We saw the, you know, what's coming in iOS 16, which is, you know, lots of sports news and sports information being integrated into the Apple News and News Plus service. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com slash macvoices. What do you spend on subscriptions each month? Most of us think we spend around $80 a month on subscriptions, but we actually spend closer to $200 every single month. What is more interesting is how many of those subscriptions that you've forgotten about. So the charges rack up each month. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't want, need, or simply forgot about. 
On average, people are saving thousands a year with Truebill. Truebill lets you see all your subscriptions in one place, so you can keep the ones you want and cancel the ones you don't, right from the app. Be like Matthew B., who said that in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the first year on my DirecTV bill and saved $120 for the year on my Sirius XM bill. Start canceling your unused subscriptions at Truebill.com slash MacVoices. Go right now. Truebill.com slash MacVoices. T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L dot com slash MacVoices. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash MacVoices. Thanks to Truebill for their support of MacVoices. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to decide how I feel about it. Um, because I I look at some of these sports channels and the ones that have added, you know, three, four, five, and then they lose a contract. And that was something I was going to bring up that you mentioned earlier in the uh, in the conversation. I think it was about the women's um, soccer, mm. U.S. soccer. You know that it it's all it starts to feel almost like the music business and the issues of multiple iTunes stores around the world because. I, oh, well, we have a contract to distribute in Australia, but we don't have it for uh, the U.S. Or we have it for Canada, but we don't have it for Mexico. And it just turns in, as you said, it turns into a mess for the consumer. And I really hope that, you know, everybody is smart enough. Apple, as well as the sports leagues, are smart enough not to shoot themselves in the foot. But this has always been the advantage Apple TV Plus has, doesn't it? That if a show's on Apple TV+, Plus, it's on Apple TV+, Plus, basically. Um, and you don't need to worry what country you're in. If you have access to Apple TV+, Plus, you have access to all their originals and all their shows, and that's just how it is. And that's not the same, say, on Netflix, is it? My Netflix is different to your Netflix, and my Amazon Prime video is different to your Amazon Prime video, and there are some services that exist for you that simply don't exist for me. Um, I'm, I'm guessing vice versa, although... Increasingly, that's not the case because um, even, you know, BritBox came here and whatever. But the, the big thing that Apple, I always thought had going for it was the consistency. And sport will inevitably, just by the way the rights work, change that. And, you know, Apple is going to have to do a very nimble job of maintaining that both in the Apple TV app, which, let's be blunt, is not a very nice app to use anyway. And from what we saw at WWDC, didn't look like it was getting a very big overhaul in iOS 16. It's not a particularly nice interface to deal with the Apple TV app. Um, I don't think TBS is getting a huge, huge overhaul either. We didn't hear anything about TBS, did we, at WWDC? So all this stuff is being added on to, you know, relatively old software and software platforms um it will be interesting to see how you know if a company can pull it off it probably is apple they're you know a nimble company but this can get messy quite quickly so it will be you know how does it respond to vpns even you know all this stuff is going to have to be navigated it'll be very interesting to watch when as this starts to to play out in particularly 2023 uh, with, with MLS. It's relatively simple and straightforward at the moment with its MLB offering, which, by the way, we, sh- we should note, they've never charged anyone a cent for they, and continue to put MLB Friday Night Baseball on for free on the TV app at the moment. And we could guess, we could speculate that that was a trial balloon to see what happened. 
uh, sure. to see you know to see how how well it reacted and to get their feet wet in as you said the sort of the back end of the live streaming you know what are the challenges what are the issues and how do we overcome them can we overcome them um, so it wouldn't surprise me again if if we saw this for soccer and if they get the NFL if a little bit of that might get sprinkled into the the oh, I hesitate to say it basic Apple TV service um, and then with different tiers channels pluses primes you know whatever you want to call them yeah because um, in in some ways the more the more we talk about it here the more that, that sort of appeals to me for a lot of reasons. Uh, the kind of the, plug and play option. Well, the, the the plug and play option, but also the segregation part of it um, in the mm. different channels. As a consumer who doesn't want to pay for something I'm not using, that sure. appeals to me. But it also the, the concern I would have over that is what we've seen here with some sports channels in the U.S. And I'm intentionally not calling out any names. Um, when there's no live sports on, do they, it, do it. <laughs> you're just trying to get me in trouble. Yeah, um, but. You know, they, they try to create uh, programming for sports people. Sure. And at some point, it's just like, this is just a bunch of people, you know, c causing controversy. You know, you you take the right side, I'll take the left side, and we'll argue until the real game comes on. And Oh, it's so fun because I know what you're talking about, and you're being very restrained. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, look, that's always the nature of these things that have seasons and off-season, you know, times where game periods of the year where games are not being played. Um, and, of course, we don't really know how much Apple will dive into that that field of, like, analysis and discussion and, you know, that side of sports programming. And, of course, doing this stuff is not just about literally putting – the thing on, you know, plonking a few cameras at a stadium and putting it on air. You know, you have to have commentators who know what they're talking about, analysts who know what they're talking about, presenters who know what they're talking about. You have to have all of that built in. People, you know, those people who do that for the MS are now going to be working for Apple, which is a kind of fascinating concept that the iPhone company is going to employ football commentators and is is that a bad thing? No, not necessarily. If they're playing them well and they're having a nice time doing the job, absolutely not. But fans will, you know, I think this will be particular. I think it will probably be okay for the MLS where I think it's probably, let me put it this way, American soccer fans are very different to English and European football fans. Um, and probably American fans will be less uh, perhaps judgmental, or you know, have different expectations of the of the presentation in the US. Whereas for something like the NFL, when you have long established commentators, if Apple gets the NFL Sunday ticket, fans will be you know demand very high levels of commentary and analysis, uh, which I think will be really important for Apple to get right if they want to be taken seriously in this space. I've seen some gripes about the caliber of what's going on with the uh, baseball coverage. You know, it works for me because I'm not a particularly in-depth baseball fan. And if someone's doing giving me the 101 version of watching baseball, that's more than enough for me. But, um, I, you know, if you're a hugely committed NFL fan, which is so much kind of in the technicalities of it, I suspect Apple will have to get that right. Maybe the MLS deal is a way for them to test the water with that. It's it's fun to speculate on some of this stuff. Um, 
Listen, but, but I, I did want to ask this question, um, and then I've got one other point to make. But I, I, I absolutely am showing my ignorance here, and I freely admit that. Do does the Premier League and the uh, Major League Soccer do they overlap as far as time goes? In other words, are they playing at the same times of year? I think so. I think there is some points where there's crossover. Yes, I mean the Premier League is essentially a winter run from August to May, basically. So yes, there is inevitably some overlap. Okay, I'm just wondering because if we if we did have one soccer foot slash football channel to rule them all, you know, would it make sense for those two to combine in some some way? Um, I mean, the money would be staggering. You know, they would have to that deal would have to happen and i'm sure there are contractual arrangements that uh it would be a, it would be a nightmare but it sure would be great for the fans yeah, maybe yeah i mean i think premier league soccer here is long established on basically two channels plus amazon um for a couple a couple of blocks of the year amazon get it here so i think you'd be you, you would have to pay a lot of money to prize it out of um sky sports and bt sport but um, that doesn't mean there's not other stuff available. Right. But now that's an interesting statement, though, that Amazon is in there. So mm. is, is Amazon a supplement to the other two? Or, I mean, in other words, are there games that are strictly on Amazon or is it just really? Okay. That's interesting. Uh, there's, yes, there are rounds of fixtures that Amazon own. I mean, there's all sorts of, I mean, we could, this will send us down a complete rabbit hole, but there are all sorts of different rules about what you can and cannot show here in the UK. As I think I've told you before, you basically cannot show live soccer from anywhere in the UK, sorry, from anywhere in the world in the UK between 2.45 and 5.15 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. Um, there's whatever happens. So like, there's very set blocks of time where football can be shown in the UK. And, you know, all this stuff is, you know, the streaming world, I think, probably should change that. But anyway, that, that's a different conversation. But it makes sense to me that Apple's first move into football is soccer, is with the MLS. It makes complete sense that it would be that way. It's probably the most straightforward deal to do. The MLS is probably happy for the promotion and the, the platform. Uh, actually, I should say, while I was mentioning Sky, that that's used to, they were who showed the MLS in the UK this last season. So Apple is taking it off Sky here in the UK. So that means, uh, am I correct? Apple will have exclusive distribution in the UK? For uh, I think, yeah. Analysts? Apple, for the MLS, it's, it will be exclusive, I believe, and every single game. I think that's the whole sort of significance of this deal, is that it, Apple will be the place to watch the MLS, should you choose to. Okay. That, that's what I understood from the press yeah. release and my very limited knowledge of how your television works, but every time we get together and have this these conversations, I, I learn something. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's but yeah, it's, I, it is a bit. I have to. Say, I didn't think Apple made this as clear as perhaps they might have. And now there are obviously a number of months before this becomes a problem. But a bit of there was a bit of like this. Some games will be here. Some will be there. Everyone can see everything, but so, you know, it, it it did seem it wasn't as clear as I thought it might have been. Well, maybe the ink wasn't right on the contracts yet. Uh, possibly. I think probably they just wanted to let everyone know they had this deal and they'll work out the details as we get closer to, you know, the deal doesn't come in 
to, until 2023. So there's a bit of time to work out the nuances of it. Um, so yeah, it will be very interesting to see how it plays out. And if you know there's more sport on Apple TV's platform before we even get to this deal, I, I think we also shouldn't kind of just brush past how long this deal is for. This is for a decade. That's a long time in streaming. And That's a, yeah. That's a very long time. Think about, you know, how things, how the, the streaming and uh, video consumption has changed over the past five years, let alone 10. You make a very good point. Yeah. Um, the other point I wanted to bring up, we sort of danced around it, but we haven't specifically called it out, is that Apple is now tending toward being a service company, services company. And this is one more option to put that recurring revenue on their books with something that is not maybe as fickle as, you know, the, the latest uh, hit sitcom or latest hit movie, but soccer fans, I think everywhere, I think any sport fans are kind of diehard fans. If you're really into that sport, then you're there and you're there for a long time. And I guess that's also why this deal, as we just said, is a decade long because, mm. you know, Apple has got that, knows that it will have revenue in whatever way it seeks to generate that for a decade from this. And, you know, once people are in, they're probably going to, you know, stay in. Because as, as I understand it, M the MLS is only getting bigger and more popular and becoming more of a kind of feature in American con sports consumption. So Apple obviously think it's kind of getting in at the bottom of the market almost to be part of building this thing up to something bigger, particularly, as I say, as we build up to a World Cup in North America and Canada. Yeah. And somebody will email me. Sorry, North me America, Mexico. Yeah. Somebody will email, email me and tell me I'm wrong about this, but there are not too many sports that I think are necessarily shrinking in popularity. Sure. At, the, at, the, at the worst, they're holding. Um, but, you know, they, they tend to seem to grow, and especially with uh, being televised and the younger kids come up and, you know, they have their favorite players. And they want to be like their favorite players. So they absorb everything they can get. And it's just a perpetuating cycle. Yeah. And I, as I said, I think that, that I, it always seems to me the intention is to make the MLS be taken more seriously in the ways the European leagues are taken seriously as opposed to the way it's perceived now. And, um, I'm, you know, Apple will obviously want to be a part of that. Charlotte, there are a lot of questions here. Um, we will have to continue this discussion as we go along and get more information and see just exactly what happens. But but thank you for enlightening us. Well, you and I can, uh, when this starts in 2023, we'll get our share play options loaded up and we'll watch a game together. There you go. That, that's good. You can explain what's happening to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. So, <laughs> um, tell folks where else they can find you and, and benefit from all your wisdom, uh, soccer or football or not. Well, so if you want me to see me ranting about soccer, it's at Charlotte A. Henry on Twitter. Um, but for the other stuff, it's at, it's the edition, uh, A double D on Substack. So if you search for the edition.substack.com or the edition in your podcast app, you will find me. And please do subscribe and share and come be part of it. It's a growing community. We're having fun. So come be part of it. Great. Thanks so much for the time, Charlotte. Great to see you as always. L lovely to see you. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. 
whatever you call it, football, soccer, I don't care. Go out and check it out uh, when it gets to Apple TV+. Plus. Um, I know I'll be starting to pay a little more attention just out of sheer curiosity. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.